This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 937 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we're back it's the drive we're live 93.7 the ticket with ad and raf ad it is so good to see your face live and in person raf you're back man I have returned. <laughs> Three thirty wake up. Heck yeah, dude! You're going for miss it. Three thirty eight wake up call this morning. Yep. In uh, Carney, no Grand Island. Grand Island, Nebraska. Had to make some stops to drop some things off for the job. Yep. Had to go to David City this morning, so I saw Shelby and Rising City and Central City and a lot of cities. A lot of cities. It's only eight twenty seven, man. I know. I felt like I've had a full day already. <laughs> you take your hat right, ready for a nap after the show. <laughs> oh no! I still got to do a few more things, and then by that time, I'll be wide awake again and ready to roll. Yeah. I mean, I'm back in Lincoln, Nebraska, home of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, the one and one Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah, I was expecting to come back into Lincoln with a two and zero record, but yeah, we'll go one and one. It's better than zero and two. So yeah, it sure is. Yeah. And and for a while there, you were not necessarily nervous, just uncomfortable about how things were unfolding yeah yes true what was kind of let me ask you this what was kind of the field affair because obviously people are kind of listening paying attention while they're there what was kind of the overall atmosphere feeling there during the game all right well i'll give the atmosphere the first week the ireland game the buzz was like you could feel the buzz in the air like there was a lot of nebraska red shirts on you could tell it was like the day before the, the morning before the game yeah Saturday, this past Saturday, yeah, there was barely any red shirts or anything out there. It was very, it was weird. It's just past Saturday, yeah. So kind of just somber. It was almost like after last week, it just took it out of them. And there was, I mean, there, there was some red shirts on out there, but the first, the first game of the year against Northwestern, yeah. there was a lot of red in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then this past Saturday against North Dakota, there was there was some red, but it. You, you would you would not even have known that there was a home game in, in Nebraska. Well, you know, I tell you what, the, the one thing, like I said a few weeks ago, one of the things that hurts a program is not criticism. I'll say it again, it's apathy. When folks are just walking around, I'm not saying that was the case, but you just never know, man. But, you know, a win's a win. I mean, we got the win. Yep. 
Uh, it was it was a win that where it was. Uh, we'll get we're going to obviously talk a lot about Nebraska football. There's a lot of other things I want to talk about too regarding sports that were going on. U.S. Open yeah. uh, that took place, man. Um, uh, other games that took place, um, and also I'm trying to think of the other one I want to talk about too. Oh, it'll hit me! 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 The Lyft tour. They can wear shorts. <laughs> they can wear shorts. <laughs> also, no pants. Also, Dustin Johnson's made nine million dollars in four events. Nine million. Well, kind years. of made nine. He's already made the nine million. He's just sort of working at office. Yeah, his original. So. Always original amount. The, the way they he, do he, that. Well, he just he just won four plus at this at this other tour that or this last event that he just played in. Was it was it Fred Couples that came out and said? Yeah, I think it was Fred Couples that had the comment. Did he see that Fred Couples comment where he talked about? Sorry, guys, I had to miss holidays and miss some of my kids growing up, but my tournaments go 72 holes, and we play to get to the weekends. Well, that was what – I mean, that's that's what uh, – It was pretty wild. That, that's, that's what Tiger Woods said is in his compressors when he was defending the – or defending the PGA Tours, he goes, you know, there's part of the grind as an amateur when you get to get here on the tour that you have to play four rounds. You, yep. you play 72 holes, and you, you – and that's the grind. That's the part of the sport. And so that's why that's a big reason why he said that he doesn't like the live is because it feels abbreviated and it feels like um, you're you're doing a disservice to the game because you're not playing how it's originally scheduled out. Those dudes, Nick, they're there to get paid. Yo, 100%. And, I, I, and I appreciate the guys that just were just honest. Like, look, man, it's about it. I'm I'm trying to secure the bag. You know, it's a big paycheck right here. So just get the money. So we're going to talk about Liftor. We're going to talk about that. All things Husker, folks, give us a call. Let us know your thoughts on Saturday's game, the victory over North Dakota. Give us a call on the Lincoln of Hotline, 424 or shoot us a text that same number, 424 Nick, what were your thoughts, man, overall? What were your thoughts on the game? I want to dive into this. I want to okay. get into the dive-in, yeah. all of our interpretations. I want to get the good, the bad, the improved. Yeah, so 7 to 7 and a half, obviously, are a little alarmed. Um I'm just extremely disappointed in this defense. Extremely disappointed in this defense. Um, however, the bright spot, obviously, was Anthony Grant had 189 yards rushing or whatever it was on Saturday, I believe. And it's one of those situations where it was finally nice, and I might get some pushback on the text line for this, at the end of the game, Nebraska salted away the game. Mm-hmm. They ran 11 straight run plays. 11 straight. 11 straight run plays. And as I was preparing for the shows today, yesterday, on the on the off day, I was sitting there thinking, you have to worry, Nebraska, they're in a situation right now, a very fragile state of mind. Yep. That you have, there is value in last week and this week now. Mm-hmm. Because you have to learn to how to salt away a game against North Dakota and or Georgia Southern before you can worry about salting away a game against Iowa or Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And um, it sounds cliche to say it, but you have to you have to learn how to win, right? Yes. And we've heard Frost say that, and like I said, it's cliche. It might be just you know kind of a, a, a garbage excuse or a lazy excuse, mm-hmm. but I think there is value in last week against North Dakota and Georgia Southern for where this Nebraska program is at. If they were winning games, it would say you would say, all right, you know, you'll be up thirty-five to seven at half, and we'll be fine. But I think there's value where with Nebraska in the fragile state of mind that they're in right now where they need everything to go their way and you, there's just never a sense of comfort, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. You need to learn how to salt away a game against North Dakota and Georgia Southern 
before you worry about salting the game away because you're not going to be able to run the ball as you don't plan to be able to run the ball as easily on Minnesota as you do against North Dakota. Right. Right. So you got to figure out a way to salt the game away against those the, the Fighting Hawks and the the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Then rather than the Gophers and and like another thing is like this offense is it a well-oiled machine? I think this is also fascinating, guys. And I want to get your thoughts. This we want this to be a well-oiled machine, and I know we want Oklahoma so badly, but I'm more concerned about this thing being a well-oiled machine by October seventh when they play at Rutgers. Yep. Because yep. you don't play Oklahoma. I know. I know we want Oklahoma so badly. But there's also a part of me that's like I'd rather have it more bet well or like bet easier and 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 playing better I should say mm-hmm. well oiled machine on offense specifically I'd be more worried about it against Iowa Wisconsin because five of your last games are against Big Ten West opponents after Purdue is October fifteenth and the next six weeks you have five Big Ten West opponents and those are the ones that matter the most. Well, you got right here, Nick. I appreciate that too, Mick. It's a great breakdown. Think about this: you got obviously Georgia Southern this week. Uh, you have Oklahoma the following week. Uh, then we got a bye. You know, much needed bye. We got Indiana on the first, at Rutgers on the seventh, at Purdue on the fifteenth. Illinois at home, who tussled out with a, a tough game with um, uh, Indiana. Uh, in fact, this past weekend, Minnesota at home, at Michigan, Wisconsin at home, at Iowa. Dude, it's, 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 it's going to be a grind going in. And, you know, Nick, something you said right there, man, I was just kind of just jotting down some notes what you said. The defense, how to salt a game away. Run, 11 straight run plays, which is nice to see yeah. that. Um, learn how to win. That is, you know, like you said, that was one of the a key things I mean, is, is learning how to win games. Because uh, this, again, Sunday, Saturday, was many of those guys' first experience at Memorial Stadium. That was their first experience there. I'm going to tell you what I didn't like, though. Yeah. All right? I didn't like the booing. Didn't like the booing. I don't think you boo at college games. I can see why fans are upset, but I'm thinking you can't decipher if they're booing the players or booing the coaches or booing the no. There's no balloons. There's a, a short of, of helium. I don't know what they're booing. Maybe Little Red wasn't dancing enough. I don't know. But Nebraska fans, it's just me. You're free to do what you do. That's your money. But at the same time, if I'm a recruit, I go to Memorial Stadium, I'm seeing they're booing. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. They're booing us. Now, for some, they're cool with that. For me, I don't think booing has any place in college sports. That's just me. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I had to toughen my skin up, whatever. But I don't think you boo at a college game. And then you go on Twitter and tell recruits, we're the best fans in America. What? <laughs> you just booed your whole team, man. Now, whether you're pissed to coaches, whether you're pissed to call, whatever. To me, I just don't think you boo at games, not at, high, not at college games. I did. Pros, you dang near believe it because all those players on there are making bank. Boom! I boo my own Steelers when I'm mad. What? You boo the Steelers? You dang right. If they're messing up, man, I'm going to let them know. I'm going to let them know. This is your job. You have one job. Practice football. I think I have a problem when you're booing at your home stadium. That's just me. Text line may feel differently. Oh, yeah. It's blowing up right now. <laughs> I got a problem with I, booing, man. I want to get to this because this texter sent it in three separate times, so I think they want us to read it. <laughs> um... Quote, value in beating an FCS team, LOL. We are never catching Alabama unless the fans and media stop being okay with mediocrity. Shaking my head. You have to worry about beating Iowa. And and, and you have to worry about catching up with the Big Ten West. Yeah. Alabama is so far down the well, road. Well, who mentioned Alabama? Nobody did. Okay, okay. Because Lord knows I didn't say nothing about Nebraska being like Alabama at this point, at this juncture right yeah. now. 
But I, I just want to get to that. There, that for Nebraska, where they're in a, a fragile state of mind, two wins. If Nebraska is two and one going into Oklahoma, that feels a hell of a lot better than zero and three. Yeah, or absolutely. one and two. You take your wins the way you can get them. But yeah. as far as comparing anybody to Alabama, I appreciate the text. Sir. No. That, that's that's not even that's that that's absurd to even bring it up right now. That's just absurd. That's but disrespectful you, to Alabama. What about the Bull and Raffle? We got on the text line. Oh, we have got. I saw we some mention. So there's this one here from an unnamed texter. So the other way for fans to show their criticism of the team is to just not show up. Then if you can't be with the stadium, here's my thing. Then that's their choice. Mm-hmm. That's totally your choice not to show up to the games. Totally get that. What I'm, what I'm simply saying is when you boo a team, especially in college, my opinion, this is my opinion. The very behavior that you're booing is probably going to reoccur because they're pissed off, frustrated, and flustered. Mm-hmm. So booing to me is not going to help the poor play that you just saw in the pros. It's different. They're pros, professionals to me. And Mick, you said this. I got a type right here. Learn how to win, and you mentioned right here, fragile state of mind. Yeah. When you're dealing with a fragile team, all right, that's reality. That's what they are right now. It seems like from what we have saw, okay? They're still reeling and things like that. When you boo them, do we think that's really going to help performance? That's no. just my opinion. The one thing about the booing, I don't think it's acceptable, but at least there's 90,000 people there booing them at halftime because – It wasn't at halftime. I thought it was when they were walking into no, the... No, no, no. It was after that on... It was by that squib. After squib. that squib. After, after the squib. squib. Okay, and then yeah. I think they're also booing at halftime when they were walking into the... Into the um, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I think there was Yeah, some, it was at halftime after they scored a, a touchdown right there. Yeah. The, I didn't there was some boos and they were walking in. But at least there's 90,000 people there booing. booing I, I, I'll tell you guys because that. Because most teams that went 3-9 and nine the yeah. previous year, you don't have 90,000 well, people. Uh, also, most teams that start out 0-1 against Northwestern. And Nebraska was playing... Alabama or Georgia, and they lost the first game. Right, you would have like I was. I was. I tweeted this out also. Like I, I walked down to the stadium pregame because I got there about the tunnel walk, and I was standing down on the field field level, and I looked around and it, it was full. I was. I was like. I was stunned. Yeah. I was expecting because here's the thing. I was expecting a lot of seats to be empty, not only in the just the fans, but especially the student section. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but the student section was full. And and there were a lot of filled seats there. I, I was I was impressed. You know, and it's like I said last week, man. Um, criticism. That is not the biggest problem in your program at any program. Mm-hmm. It's not criticism. It's apathy when you start seeing fans not there. We could even say from the booing people say like the, the texter said, "Well, come on, man, what are you supposed to do?" I get that. I just personally don't think you should boo. Yeah. I I, I personally say just don't say anything. Just be like, okay, that's yeah. cool. But you know what? To each their own. They're free to do that. Me personally, I don't think that, uh, booing has any place in college sports. That's just me. Unless you're booing the refs. <laughs> you know, I will say that because once again, they are getting paid as well. Oh. Well, te- well, technically the players are too. With nil money now. Now, I was going to mention that, too. Yeah, it's not pros. They're getting paid, too. I'm just more of an old school. You don't boo your own team in a collegiate sport. At the same time, you still got 80. Actually, the technical attendance was 86,950 uh, that was still there. To see that many people there, uh, not only just three and nine, but the past four, you haven't had a Yeah, you haven't really record. had much. Most teams, like I was, I was thinking about it, too, in the first half. If you took off the in off the helmets – and you took the Nebraska off the front, and you 
you know, how much money would you have paid to go to watch that team play? You know, like I just, I credit, you know, the branding of Nebraska and the marketing and what they're doing right now, because you're still putting close to 90,000 people in the stands mm-hmm. for something that you've not seen. And I'm really going on. It's been probably more than four years because you got the Riley years, you've got, and that we're still able to even manage to be even close. Like I think they were saying that there's still like a couple thousand tickets away for some of the other games to sell out. Mm-hmm. That we're still that close to selling out games after after the past seven years that we've went through. It's it's amazing. It's a true. It's a tribute to to what the marketing department and what the branding for Nebraska is doing and what yeah. and even the fans that that are there because I just don't there's not another program in the nation you can look back at Alabama back when um before before Nick Saban got there they weren't they weren't even coming close to filling out Tuscaloosa there's teams now that that are decent and they they don't even come close to selling out the stadium and did then, you see UCLA and USC's home yeah. games <laughs> yeah Look like a high school scrimmage. Yeah. So easily, and, and Rap, to your point, Nebraska fans, let's let's think about this from a whole broader perspective. We're the only D1 school in the state. Mm-hmm. There's no college, I mean, there's no pro teams. We don't even have uh, semi-pro teams anymore. Besides, you know, obviously Salt Dogs baseball. You know, if you want to consider that, we've got Salt Dogs, yeah. one of our sponsors as well. But other than that, Nebraska football is the, is, is the, is the porch light to the country. That is our porch light to our state. Uh, the dedication that we have there is something. So as much as some things frustrate me, at the same time, you got to be grateful that we still have 86,000, 90,000. Heck, if oh. you still had 60,000 showing oh. up, that totally. is a whole lot. All the more important, though, you better play like you want to play. Yeah, because that first half, I was sitting in that first half, and I was like, that they're able to get that 90,000 there and paying what they're paying to get into these games. Yeah. I mean, that that's saying something. So what we'll do now is we'll throw it to break on the drive 93.7, the ticket. We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. 